salutations, dear listeners. This is Boneyards and Boojums, an 1879 RPG actual play podcast. Chapter 4 The Snow Globe. start with Jacoby. Um, you wake up and you think you're in some kind of waiting room. Maybe it's a, probably not a doctor's office, but just maybe it's a school, university. You're not sure what. It's kind of a fancy room and you're on a bench. You just wake up. I, I know this ain't where I passed out. What in the good tarnation's going on here? Um, I'm gonna look around at my surroundings and considering what I remember, I'm going to ask the inevitable question of how itchy am I? You don't feel anything right now um, in terms of itchiness. and Yeah, the last thing you remember is the cats jumping on you and then it kind of goes black from there. Um, you do see in this room there's a rather short elf man with um, reddish hair and uh, what look to be night clothes, like um, pajamas. Eb- sitting Ebenezer on Scrooge style? Uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be 19th century, so that style. Yeah. So the nightgown, the nightcap. Yep. Uh, is he conscious? He is. And uh, as you're looking over there, the bell rings and he gets up. Um, he uh, goes over to what looks to be a door, to what looks to be maybe a closet or something. And then he wheels out a cart. Um, looks like a cart with, uh, it's full of, uh, it's a lot of like rickety sounds. You think maybe it's what it reminds you of what a cart of like, that would hold like cricket bats or baseball bats in or something like that, except it's got swords in it. Oh dear. Uh, it's just kind of wheeling them by you and uh, saying, oh, my shift's starting soon. Your shift? Uh, and then I'll just kind of mutter, you don't get me into trouble, sir. I'm not allowed to talk to the visitors. And just kind of goes down the hallway. And as far as you can tell, just kind of disappears around a corner. Um, and as you're doing this, a uh, you see uh, kind of out of the corner of your eye, uh, another door open. And this really brutish-looking hulk of a human. Um, I think he's likely Persian descent, um, if you were to guess. Uh, he walks mm-hmm. out of a door. You didn't really notice the door before. He's not wearing too much. Uh, he'd probably fit in well in like a gladiator arena kind of thing. Um, oh, and dear. And he says to you, uh, uh, His Royal Highness, Prince Jagan of Kent, will see you now. And then he enters back into the doorway. And, uh, uh, I'll get you to roll perception. And that's for a knowledge test, actually. So okay. not awareness. Perception. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, so, not that. So you don't recognize that name at all. You're like, who? Prince what? You're just kind yeah. of a little out Prince. of it. Yeah. Prince who of Kent might sound familiar. Yeah. As as a, you know, location, but I would Prince. say Yeah, I would say you it's it's not that you don't recognize the name, it's maybe that you're so distracted by everything going on that you didn't even hear the name, I'm gonna say. Because this is okay. a name that you would definitely recognize, so on any right, perception right. we'll go with that. Um yeah, as you enter in, um you're suddenly inside a room that you would look around and you feel the sensation of the room moving. Um, Ooh, I don't like and that. It's like you're on a boat or something. And there's a lot of like Navy paraphernalia around you, uh, charts, um, 
a lot of sounds that sounds like you're on a boat somewhere. Mm-hmm. And across there the room, there happen to be a uh, porthole that I could peek out of, perhaps. Uh, yeah, there is. Once you kind of think of it, there is, and um, you're starting to realize you might be in some kind of weird trippy dream or something. Once you think of that and see it, um, mm-hmm. the other side of the room, though, there's this light-skinned elf man with a Royal Navy uniform on. Um, he'll turn and just look at you like he totally recognizes you and says, "Ah, oh, friend, you're very early, but much welcomed." Now, as you know, Denston is not really ready yet. Probably will be in a few more months, maybe years. And he's kind of trailing on as you stare at him, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Kind of squinty one eye raised the eyebrow of the other. Well, shit, he says and looks at you. Sorry about that. Guess I got things mixed up. Roll the perception on this. Alrighty. Hey, much better. All right. Yeah, you think he's trying to cover himself for having, like, like, misidentified you or you don't know yeah uh so he then says sorry um what can i do for you then uh, what you brings you to the in-between the in-between well that's the name i got for it right now but um yeah what brings you here what happened to you um last i recall i was attacked by a horde of not very lively but very moving angry cats uh and uh the uh Persian gentleman comes over and there's kind of some whispering between them. Ah, well, good sir, we don't get many who find their way here who are not untethered. Um, seems time is of the essence. And he kind of has a bit of smirk on, a fa- on his face. Um, let me roll one more perception on this one. I'm having a feeling that time don't exactly mean much in this place. Um, you remember how you have cryptography as like a weird knowledge thing? I do. Yeah. There is on a desk here, you can tell there's some a series of cryptographic algorithms um, on the, on a drive, drafting table, and you can rec- kind of recognize what the pattern is. You're not okay. sure why you recognize them, but you recognize the specific algorithm on them. Interesting. Uh, Could I perhaps roll a cryptography? Yes, you can. Okay. That one's slightly better than my usual perception. <laughs> Five. I, I, I would say all you can really get out of it is you would think... Um, this algorithm is being used to convert um, addresses, like mm. physical addresses, into codes. Mm. Someone's encrypting information. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm going to explain that not-so-good role as me just kind of glancing out, out of the corner of my eye, trying to not attract attention to it. And he stares at you and says, uh, something troubles you, huh? And he seems well, to be... Go ahead. Well, the fact that I got taken down by a herd of cats comes to mind. Uh, but I think there's something deeper. Some conflict you've had recently. Is there not? Some big life ah. change? What are you? Uh, he stares at you for a bit as if he can't tell that you're a snark right away and then says, oh, snark. I see. Well, I know yeah. what your problem probably is. Um, Ponce de Leon may not have been looking the right place or time, but um, if you do some investigating for us in the... Uh, waking world shall we call it we might be able to do something for you you had my curiosity and now you have my attention good sir what kind of investigations might you be talking about and what kind of quid pro quo might you be suggesting he gestures up at a a map on the wall and jacoby will look as he's doing that you notice there's a bit of whispering between the two of them i'll have this as actually one last perception check for this little thing okay of what they're whispering between each other or if you can tell (laughs) no no apparently i'm just all kind of discombobulated you think they're talking about you and then this other guy identified himself as um now that you're thinking about it like and looking at this guy 
He looks a mm -hmm. lot like you would think that um, there's a um, antagonist in the Jack Snark series that you read. Oh, no. You think he looks a lot like him? Like how you imagine he would look? Because it's not a comic book or something. It's like a... Right, right. Uh, it's like a, you know, Penny Treadful. It's a dime novel. It'll probably have a, like a yeah. full page illustration. I'm I'm picturing those those hardback illustrated young novelists, novels type of things where they... Yeah. Take, take the old classic novels and they rewrite them for younger viewers, including, you know, single page illustrations. Yeah, exactly. Um, and as um, he, yeah, they're whispering and he kind of nods and go, yeah, I th kind of think, you think he says something like, yeah, I think he does. Are we talking the guy in the naval uniform or the Persian one that reminds? Uh, naval Jacoby uniform, of, he says that. Okay. Okay. He's the one that reminds the of Jacoby of the antagonist in the Jack Snark books. Yeah. And that antagonist is the prince... Jagen. Of Kent. Of Kent. Uh-huh. JKB is going to make a mental note to do some research later and probably talk with Madame Trefini. And as he's gesturing, he's gesturing towards a map, and you can tell there's a center point on this map and then a spiral going out that they've kind of traced on it. Uh, the center point being the rabbit hole, the portal in the middle of Greenwich Park. Right. And um, you notice that at least one of the points of this spiral pattern is in Chel Chelmsford. And hmm. um, as you're noticing that, he points to another part of the spiral and says, uh, uh, Chiselhurst Caves, um, they're called the Chalk Pit sometimes. Uh, the ancient druids used to think it was a place of power. They were not wrong, we think. Uh, bring the globe there and its uh, bearer. Uh, you'll know what I mean by that when you wake up. Alrighty. After that's done, we can, we should be able to reach out to you again. We shall see. And I think Jacoby will hold out his hand. You know, since, since they're making a deal, might yeah. as well seal the deal, right? All right. And he will reach out and shake your hand. And then you wake up in your bed in the inn. And you actually feel great when you wake up, weirdly enough. Like you have had the best sleep you've ever had in your life. Well, that's a mite distracting. Waking up feeling good after all that. Not that I'm complaining, though. And he'll, you know, sit up in bed and kind of rub his head. More out of the consternation of the weird the weird dream or the in-between uh, more than any kind of pain. And he's going to look around uh, out the window to check the time and to the other bed in the room to see if Amos is there. Nope, but there is a glass of water next to you and a note that was written by Amos. Um, okay. Telling you where they were going to investigate um, something called a Yule Cat. I think you probably put that note in there, did you, Amos? Yule Cat. Interesting. Uh, he's going to drink the water and read the note. Yeah, basically it's giving you directions to that church you guys are going to check out, up to the graveyard up there, um, the estate up that way. All right. Uh, how is my dress? Oh, you're in the same outfit you were in when you got knocked out. Okay, so pants, boots, hat. <laughs> yep. Because I, I, I remember I did not, I was not wearing my jacket and shirt and never got a chance to put it on. <laughs> yeah, you can fully dress now then. Yeah, well, might as well finish up what it started. <laughs> and he's gonna pocket the directions and head on out. All right. Uh, roll a quick uh, awareness or perception when you step out the end. Sure. Oh, I do have awareness. Excellent. Wait a minute. What is it? Uh, the ampersand? That's the other one? Yep. Yes. You can use either. Yeah. Okay, that does make it easier for my... Oh, ten it does. All right, as you're out there, you actually notice something you didn't notice in the night. There is a place where you can basically rent a horse if you want for a shilling for the day. Yeah, sure. I shall do that. You're a cowboy. You don't have your horse with you here, so 
Unfortunately not. (laughs) All right. And we'll fast forward a bit, um, assuming you're going to follow his directions. Mm -hmm. Okay. As you're heading up and following his directions, you don't have much difficulty actually kind of tracking them down because you get up near the graveyard and you see off in the distance a bit of um, a small group of people. And you assume it's the same number of people that were with the group. So you assume it's them. They've trailed off into the estate territory. And they look to be really moving slowly and stopping and then you see out of nowhere this giant cat appear and there's a lot a lot of commotion going on the cat is threatening there's a gunshot too actually there's gunshots oh dear well time to join in on those gunshots all right let's uh do initiatives for everyone just so we have them in there. Imagine the size of the fleas on the Yule cat. For the record, for the record, Eric, it's a 10-foot-high cat and about 35 feet long? Yeah, something like that. That answers that question. I was going to say, are we talking 10 feet at the shoulder? Uh, So, yeah. Wow, that's big. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. It's also going last, so... Now, let's go back to the group. Uh, We'll start with Charlotte. You see... This giant cat basically shimmer into existence after uh, Amos made his shot. Um, oh dear. Roll a awareness or a perception if you have that. Or sorry, awareness yeah. if you have it, perception if not. Oh, roll perception. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> oh, 18. Oh, okay. What do I see? You um, see everything. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> okay, there's a fairly big cat here, of course. Uh, this one is a tabby, we'll say. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well give it a description for that. Um, it, uh, the way it handles itself, it seems a bit off for like, you know, just a large size, you know, just taking a house cat and blowing it up. There's something a little off about it. Uh, Mm. it does have on an 18, this is really good. So you do notice there seems to be a rope around its neck and dangling off it several things you're not sure what uh maybe they're bones maybe they're uh doodads you don't know what like it's hard to tell they are kind of rattling a little bit though as it moves um well now you've you've piqued my curiosity can I try and grab it? What do you want to grab? Like the the things around the cat neck. I want to okay, see yeah. it because Amos is shooting at it, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> do you have unarmed combat, or you just have? Uh, I think I just uh, have. You would just be using raw decks then, I guess. Yeah. So well, you would do a you uh, can do impressed. raw dexterity. Okay. Um. Nope. I don't have anything. No skills. <laughs> I think even if I, if I tried to say impressive display, that might hurt me. But yeah. I have it. Also, you can just tell others too, so that they know as well. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's my that might be smarter actually. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I had a cat. This I is a really playing game. We don't do smart. <laughs> I became a cat, and I, but it's true though. Sherry Charlotte picks this thing. She's like, what is that? Um, I need to get a better look. Amos, I need to get a better look. There's something around this cat's neck. Um, and I think what I'm going to try and just the cat's attention so that it can't just like jump you, on. Uh, and a reminder, you do um, have your device too, and I'll say that it's recharged by now. Oh, thank you. Uh, but I'm going to like try and get, I'm going to step across, but can I move and shoot? Yeah, if you want to move and shoot. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to like step sideways and uh, to the other side of Amos and try and... Nope. Uh, <laughs> Super firearms roll is not going to do it. He luckily didn't completely fail and get a critical failure. So, yeah. Shoot Amos directly in the chest. Um, (laughs) 
No, that didn't happen, thankfully. Uh, He'll be fine. He's a dwarf. (laughs) Uh, yeah. You could do a full full move on the horse there, or I don't know. You probably have some horse-based stuff you could do, so I'll let you describe what you want to try. I do. Um, let's see. I do have animal training. I do have... It's a cat. Yeah, equestrian. Um, how... Okay, ten feet at the shoulder. How big is its head? Hmm. Uh, three to four feet across. You think? I mean, you're pretty far away, so that's uh, fair. That would be your estimate. Think like a you know bigger than a bison head kind of thing. Oof, for, okay. For your for your perspective, because you're used to cows, bison's, etc. Yeah, yeah. See, I have a lasso, yeah, so. Remember what I just said about this being an RPG and we don't do smart? <laughs> we do fun. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to, uh, well, I'm going to uh, spur the horse onward and I'm going to charge, said gigantic feline, uh, whooping, hollering, twirling my lasso over my head, and I'm going to try and wrangle him. All right. So I'll get you to roll equestrian and then uh, is lasso a skill? Basically, I can't remember. Uh, I I have lasso or, as a. So as I guess maybe that is maybe item. that is an equestrian role. Maybe that is an equestrian role then. I'll say. Okay. And that's like a core thing for you, right? So that's probably something you can use karma on. I think that's your profession skill. It is. Yeah. Which so is you, useful because I only have a step two. I don't yeah, know how. Rank, rank two. Yeah. Okay. It then what's the attribute rank, on that? Uh, it's I different for each. Um, yeah, it's dex for cowboys. I think it's perception for other ones. Um, okay. Like, like if you were... Um, Depends what you're trying to do, I think. Um, it's dex for, like, staying on a horse. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's, like, bulking or something, it's uh, charisma and there's something else to perception. or I don't know. There's a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of them. So it sounds Will like this is probably, dex-based. Actually. Yeah. So this will be a dex-based one, yeah. So take two plus dex, then. That's why okay, you don't so have that'll it on be, there. Okay, yeah, that'll be step eight. And you can use karma if you like. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, 18. All right. Um, <laughs> describe your entrance into the scene then. <laughs> well, it's going to start with that. <laughs> um, he, he's just going to, you know, spur the horse. He's going to come riding down uh, into the group, charging. He's going to uh, probably leap over somebody because that <laughs> just sounds good. <laughs> you know, he's gonna he's gonna whoop holler he's gonna launch his horse over somebody which provides distraction hopefully and he's gonna whip out with his lasso to try and get around the yule cat's head and he's gonna hop off his horse and he's gonna you know pull on the lasso to try and uh like i said wrangle the yule cat okay uh roll strength okay or if you have any kind of balance-based things, I don't think so. So, uh, yeah, strength makes the most sense. Animal here. handling, shake it oh, off. Animal handling, yeah, roll animal handling. Okie dokie. exactly what this is. Okay. You get to use your talents or your skills. I do. Uh, karma? Uh, is Does it say karma on it? I can't. It probably is, though, so I'll say yeah. Imagine uh, for well, a cowboy. It, it doesn't say karma. no, so. Yeah, go with it. Animal handling. Karma's a bit more expensive in this game, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You definitely have a very, very good handle on this. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so this thing's not going to be moving very much. It's going to have a lowered physical defense as we come up on Amos. Quick question. Who did I leap over? Oh, I would say probably. No, I would say maybe like Dr. Winter or, or um, 
Madame Trefino are probably ducking down to hide from this thing a little bit, but we'll, I guess we'll find that out as we go through. <laughs> right. um, um, yes. So I will um, basically toss my rifle to the side and then I will reach back and grab my new handgun yep. and I will go, Aha, it's time for you, Silverthorn! And he will grab it with both hands and pull the double trigger. Oh no, <laughs> both barrels? Roll firearm. <laughs> and I am harried for the rest of the round. Oh, this is going to be good. Nice. Alright, and against its physical, that'll hit. Okay, it is a plus two step, or a plus two um, bonus for the staging. Okay. Oh. Ouch. That's a big one. Alright, uh, that'll be a wound. I'm gonna roll a knockdown step here for a second. Nope. Alright, so describe your attack on that one, because it's gonna be falling over when you hit it. So I pull out the biggest handgun any of you have ever seen. <laughs> uh, it, it is uh, engraved with silver and has little tiny red chips of gem in it. And it is unlike anything you've ever seen. It's a giant eight cylinder revolver and it has two barrels stacked on top of each other. <laughs> oh, no, it's a pepper box? Uh, nope. It's a, it's a combination of the... Uh, and the revolver. So it fires a round out of the top chamber and the bottom chamber if you want. Nice. So he takes that, takes aim, and fires, and literally, like, moves back a foot from the <laughs> nice. on the handgun. That's funny. And it uh, just kind of thuds into the side of this poor cat and knocks it over. Yeah, yeah it's knocked over. It's struggling a bit. Uh, Madame Truffini, what do you do? Okay, so she is starting with... She's got, like, the gun in one hand as she was tracking and everything. But she's going to look... Actually, before she does anything else, she actually is going to pull out a card. Okay. To uh, yeah. see what she gets there. Uh, roll. Actually do a card pull in the parlor. Oh, I did oh. it right here in the dice rolls. Oh, oh dice rolls <laughs> is good, too. I wanted to see if it did it. Ooh, if it worked all right. out. So the temperance so She kind of right. looked at it. Patience. Finding meaning. The, taking the middle path. She kind of nods does a quick glance at where everybody is and moves herself more towards sort of between everybody. So almost like she's taking the middle path, taking it a little bit literally this time before she reaches, lifts her gun and just sort of like tries taking a shot there. She's not much one for shot shooting, but yeah. she's going to try. Go for it. Okay. Roll firearms. Firearms. Oh, 13. That'll hit with an extra success. Woohoo! Nice! That is two damage. Nine, and then it's another two. Nope. 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 No, no. Remember, you're using your new gun. Yeah? That's step five. That's a five add. Oh, is it? Oh. I didn't yeah. know what that meant. Yeah, yeah, staging is five, which means when for every extra success, you get a plus oh, five. Oh, staging is the extra success. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yep. So that would be you do now. Then 14. All right. I'll take 16 damage. It will. We'll be taking another wound, I believe. Yes. As oh, dang. Well, thank you. <laughs> she just kind of mumbles a very soft, well, thank you, Deck. As there a bit, a bit of a cat screech you hear, except it's very deep. Um, more like a, more like you would expect a yeah, lion or something to, to make. That cat sound. Uh, roll a perception as well for Madame Trefini or awareness. Okay, awareness? Because she did get pointed out those hanging fingers. 
see yeah. if she sees them herself. That's Oops, actually not what I'm looking for, but oh. we'll see what you get. Why did you just randomly okay. come up? So, question for you. Where did you put the snow globe you had? Uh, it is just, like, in her bag. Okay. And you have that with you? Yeah. Okay. Like, you just, like, her, her sort of side hear, like, a humming sound coming from your bag? Hmm. She'll move to go take, to go investigate that. Yeah, it's glowing and all the snow in it is moving around quite a bit. Uh, well, that's interesting. And huh. next, Dr. Winter. What's she going to try to do? Well, I guess since this cat is kind of flailing and not doing so well, uh, and since I don't have any firearms, which was kind of stupid of me, I'm going to uh, run up to this and sort of pull on the doodads around its neck. <laughs> okay, roll unarmed. Okay. You're in luck. You have a very brave, very stupid snark who has <laughs> wrangled this cat and keeping it in place. Yep, ten, yeah. ten will do it for sure. Uh, you can pull, uh, roll a strength test. And that um, oh, would be your strength step. Uh, let me see if I can grab your Probably shit. a four. <laughs> Probably something like that, but let's see. Uh, your strength is step six, actually. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. That mean my physical strength? Yeah, yep. so roll a six, yeah. Yeah, that's good enough to pull it off. I'm just seeing if you completely fail or just get a normal roll. Yeah, you're able to pull, and these are definitely bones, uh, you think. You're able to pull this string off. And uh, yeah, actually, these are either bones or they might be the plaster para stuff. You're not sure, but they're in the shape of bones for sure. Okay, so I guess I just take them and kind of run back and keep them in my hands yeah more or less you, you in this game system you can't really split action you can't run in do something and then leave but um next turn you can run out of the way kind of thing okay <laughs> so we'll do the oh wait the cat's gonna go so what would the cat do in this um it's gonna try to uh actually it gets getting up as a free action because it's a cat um it's got steady feet uh who's it gonna try for uh, of course, it'll go for Jacoby because he's the one that kind of wrangled it down. It's going to mm -hmm. try to pounce, but it's at a disadvantage due to wounds. But does 12 hit Jacoby's physical defense? Uh, so that'll definitely be a hit. Do you have avoid blow or would you like to try to avoid blow? Uh, I don't, but I'd very much like to try. All right, just straight dexterity, which... Uh, isn't going to be very good for you, probably, but you can try it. Well, and point of strength. It's a, it's a six, so... Yeah. I do have Shake It Off. Yeah. Shake it off, shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did it! It wasn't me! <laughs> uh, yeah, two won't do it, but you get the point of strain, and it is going to... It's so it's going to... It's basically going to knock you down, um, and in doing that, it's no longer grappled by doing that. So you've That's got a fair. cat on top of you. You don't really take damage, but you've got a cat on top of you, which seems like a repeat of last time. <laughs> oh, God, not again! Popkin, the tiny little cats, the normal-sized cats, you always seem to get pounced on. And next up is Amos. He will uh, brace himself again and go, Ah, here we go! Amos, aim carefully! He's like, don't worry, I have two bullets! <laughs> Yeah, 10 will hit. Well, this is pretty consistent anyway. Let's see. I've used any okay, handling strikes and hacks. All right. Uh, same thing. Uh, yeah. Just... 
not to wound that time, but yeah, describe your shot. Uh, yep, brace myself, um, aim, and at the last second I kind of uh, flinch a bit because I'm not used to this new firearm, and uh, the shot kind of goes a little high from where he was aiming and doesn't seem to do a whole lot. Okay. And um, next the cat is doing something, but I'm going to go actually go straight to Charlotte. Charlotte, you see that this cat is getting rather docile, you think? And uh, roll a perception, actually, or awareness, if you have it. We'll do. I think it's just seven. There's a couple things going on. Let me just double check. Uh, yep. Yep. Seven and four. Those are my... Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. You just think it's odd. This thing's like acting yeah. kind of docile. Let's go and kill it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, well, oh, this... It's, it's, we're weakening it. It's working. Shoot it more. <laughs> so I'm going sh- to shoot at it because I see Amos going to town with that double-barreled pistol. Yeah. Go for it. Oh wow. my goodness! Um, oh no! no. <laughs> oh, it'll go no. wide. It's it's not going to hit anyone else because I think the rules of shooting into melee is you got to hit someone else's physical defense. Which, oh thank God! Which means it just goes completely wide. Um, oh. And <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, you you I think with the recoil you probably drop the gun. Yeah, it just like it goes just right on my head. Yeah, could have been right. worse. The recoil could have smashed the gun into your nose. Yeah, I'm not. Luckily, I'm not using a rifle. Like, yeah. No, that would have taken your shoulder. <laughs> All right, Jacob, you got a giant cat on you. <laughs> you yeah. So, um, creature analysis, if I can. Yeah, roll that. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna use. No, I'm gonna save karma. I think I only have the one left. Yeah. Five. Yeah, five doesn't really hit. It's. I think it's mystic defense. You gotta hit. Um, but one thing you do notice is this thing seems lighter than it did when it pounced on you. Interesting. Like, as time progresses, you're like, this isn't as heavy as it was. <laughs> I'm going to scratch it under the chin. You can reach up there? Yeah. Okay. You could do that, and it's kind well, of... Well, I mean, it's it's on me. I would assume yeah. I, it, you know... Yeah, and you're a big snark, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, basically a positive reaction to that. It seems to yeah, be a, calming down. Who, who's a good kitty? That's it. <laughs> That's it. You just calm down now. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Winter, you're holding on to some bones. And by this point, I think, uh, yeah, roll a perception for Dr. Winter for awareness. Uh, let me check if you have awareness. I can't remember if you got that. No. So perception is step seven. Okay. Ten. I did the wrong one, I think. Oh, okay. Roll seven. We'll take the, uh, oh god. <laughs> Why don't we just take the 10 minus 2? That's usually what I do when someone overrolls. Um, well, 8. Uh, you do know this cat is starting to shrink quite rapidly. Okay. And get rather dos- docile. Shrink in, like, how like how mm-hmm. proportionately well, is it shrinking? Probably half the size now. Half the size? Well, that's interesting. And I'm kind of just wide-eyed because this is happening before my eyes. Yep. Uh, Don't really know what else to do about that. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, you can just go with that and uh, go to bed of Trifini. So the cat is shrinking. Yes. Do I see this as well? Yeah. Okay. And roll perception or awareness, whichever. Okay. Well, okay. You think you hear jingle bells way behind you? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just going to turn and sort of look back behind her. Uh, you see a rain... You see... You remember Snarky Claws? Yep. Yeah, he's charging in on a reindeer. Just gonna look, look at the snow globe, look at the shrinking cat, look back. This is very strange. And she's... 
She's going to tuck the snow globe back into her bag. Look at the others. I think we have coming? And she's not actually going to do anything this round. And as you do that, he, confused. he actually charges in and you can notice that he's got an identical snow globe kind of around his neck. And it's also glowing. And Ooh. he's actually charging past you off um, further off. Uh, everyone roll awareness. Mm. Or perception if you have no awareness. Interesting. Oh, Madame Trafini did very well again. <laughs> it's the thing she does. She yeah. looks at things. Uh, she could be. Yeah, you're on the ground, but you do see this. And Madame Trafini, you see that far off in the distance, there's another rider on some kind of horse or something. And that seems to be where Snarky Claws is headed. And whoever, whatever that is, is seeing him coming and is leaving. And we'll go back to the top of the order. Charlotte, what are you doing? What's everybody looking at? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, this cat has gotten like small now. It's like, you know, maybe normal leopard size now. Hmm. Well, I'm confused now. I'm and it's getting confused. fairly friendly with Jacoby, we'll say. <laughs> yeah, I think that Charlotte's going to take the time to just like reload her the two expense shells and kind of step to t- take a closer look at this cat. Yeah. You notice that any wounds you guys have caused basically became like fairly like small pinprick kind of injuries at best if you were to inspect it. Mm. May it have hurt the at wound the time. shrank with the cat. Yeah. Well, I know what my next move is going to be. <laughs> uh, anything Charles is doing? No, I think it's just like I check out the cat because I didn't. I don't remember the snow globe, so I don't have yeah. those two pieces. No. Uh, Madame Truffini, back to you. Glance at the cat. Well, there goes making that coat. And, gonna, and just going to start take off running after Snarky Claws towards the other rider thing. And uh, if, yeah, yeah, he's on reindeer back yeah. charging, so you're probably not going to be able to follow very closely. No. There is a horse there. Yep, there there is. What? She's just going to run on foot right now. Yeah, your history <laughs> um, with horseback riding isn't so great. Uh, how far away would you say the other rider Ooh, thing is? Long, far off. Enough that you could just barely tell it was a horse. Okay, maybe. so not within my 80, my no. range of 80. Okay, so I'm just going to keep start heading off that direction. Okay. Uh, we'll say the cat is being friendly with Jacoby now. Amos? I will... Sh- Put my pistol back in its holster. Um, go over, yell at uh, Jakey. Well, I guess you have that covered. And we'll grab the horse and head off after towards Snarky Claws. And if I can, well, I'll see how it goes with the horse, I guess, first. <laughs> we'll go from there. Yeah. Good idea. Roll equestrian or... I yeah, yeah, I got happen. equestrian, so... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know what he's about to do. This would be charisma-based, I guess, because you're trying to get on a horse that isn't familiar with you, you think? I'm trying to think of what, what kind of test this would be. Is he trying to uh, hop onto it? Because all I can think about is Robin Hood men in tights. <laughs> Man, white men can't jump. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh yep. wow. That does well. Yep, 14, you can do that. Okay. Dwarves can, apparently. And jump on the horse, and then I will uh, head off towards him. And when I go to pass by Madame Trefini, I will say, Can I offer you a ride? And reach down to grab her. <laughs> What's Madame Trefini gonna do? She'll try to grab his arm. Okay. Roll dexterity for Madame Trefini. This is Madame Trefini. Oh, let me just find my dad. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, 
Animal I just questrian, right? Never mind. Yeah, yeah you already oh, did. Hey, yeah, I rolled well fine. with my you're step fine. five. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, as they charge off, what does Jacoby do? <laughs> uh, with your horse, <laughs> he is. He is going to shout after Amos. Careful, that one's a rental. <laughs> I will wait. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. Um, I'm actually going to animal talk to the cat. Okay. That's I'm going to see if mm-hmm, I'm going to see if we can't, uh, you know, calm it down. Maybe befriend it. Is it still shrinking? Oh uh, yeah, it's getting closer to house cat size. The more time goes by. Yeah, that doesn't work though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna. Three. I'm just gonna. If it's big enough, I'm gonna move it off of me and stand up. Yeah, I'm still you can gonna easily be- do that now. I'm still going to be petting it, though, and I'm going to hang on to him. It. Okay. Uh, Dr. Winter, do you want to do maybe evidence analysis? I'm thinking. Sure. Or the bones you have. Okay. So that's step nine. Yeah. You can use karma, which is just add an exclamation mark after it. Okay. What yeah, does that, that, that adds an extra dice. You'll just have to mark that down somewhere, but we'll deal with that after. Uh, 12. Yeah. All right. So you get two how or what questions. What are these things? Uh, you think they're all plaster. Plaster? Plaster bones. They're different types of bones, femurs, uh, finger bones. They're just all different sizes. But they're not real, it's though. About, like plaster. seven of them. Yeah, no, they're all plaster. They're not real uh, So bones. what do they come from? Uh, the bones, let's see. What do they come from? So that's your second question, I'm yeah. guessing. Um, let's see. A couple of them seem to be humanoid. Uh, a couple of them are, you think, are maybe some larger bones from cats. Um, and at least one small but definite horse bone on there, too. Horse bone? Yeah. Okay. Well, shaped it like a horse bone. Interesting. Yeah. I will just go and ponder this. <laughs> uh, I don't know that we necessarily need initiative anymore, actually. So, um, Amos, what are you doing? Are you chasing after Snarky Chasing claws? after Snarky Claws. All right. Um, roll Equestrian. See how much you can speed up or what. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. You will see that basically whatever he's chasing has like, you know, started once they saw him coming, it was headed off completely off into a forest somewhere. Kind of gone into, you know, just into the thickness of the forest and you don't know necessarily where they've gone. Um, And it's a fair bit away, but Snarky is still headed that way. Um, But as you approach the forest, what do you do? I guess I will do tracking. Okay, I was assuming, I was kind of assuming that. So, and <laughs> once you get there, basically Snarky has kind of gotten off the, the horse, or not the horse, the reindeer. The reindeer. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, he points at his uh, snow globe and said, uh, "I heard you had some trouble." We, 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 we were in a bit of trouble, but it seems we've got it handled. Who's that? Or you're chasing? Uh, I don't know, but um, I have my suspicions. And they would be? Well, uh, you didn't perchance be hired to come here to uh, investigate the uh, cat screaming stuff? Uh, I was curious about it. Yeah, yeah, so okay, good. You're being discreet. That's good. Yeah, I'm uh, also from the same employer, let's say. Do I see where the tracks went for our buddy that left? Yeah, roll tracking. Uh, no. Yeah, you're not sure where they went. They either covered their tracks really well or just were really lucky. And what might your suspicions be? Um, 
Well, so far from my investigating, I'm going to have to say what I've been starting to call a bone mage. All right, that fits with the bits we've we've learned. And he uh, takes his hat off and bows and, uh, well, Snarky Claws isn't the real name, of course, but... Um, of course. Uh, oh, drat. Uh, he bows and says, um, Gezer, I'm Gezer Khan. Madam Trevini. Most nice Blackstone. Oh, pleasure again to meet you, sir. And the rest of our companions, I'm sure, will catch up on foot eventually. Where is everyone going? <laughs> this and, way, uh, doctor, this way. And I'm assuming you're going to head back to the group. Yeah. If well. he's walking with us. Yeah, he'll be walking with you. And um, okay, what was his name again? I just want to write it down. Uh, Gezer. G-E-S-E-R. G-E-S-E-R. Thank you. And while he's got... Uh, Khan is his last name. Uh, K-H-A-N. Khan. Yep. As much as he has a decent British English accent, um, he will say he's actually from uh, Dhaka. Tri- I think it's called Dhaka. i got to look up the term here. Let's see. D-A-K-K-A. I think that's it. Dhaka tribe uh, in Mongolia, uh, where they do ride reindeer. Okay, so it's an actual thing. Yep, I thought it was Warhammer. I thought it was a Warhammer nod. Mm, not intentionally, maybe unintentionally. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah, Dhaka. Yeah, actually, it's D U K K H A. Okay. Oh. D U K K H A. Yep. Okay. Thank you. And um, yeah, he's he basically says he thinks that this rider isn't riding a living horse. Uh, he thinks this is something um, unnatural, and uh, he's been tracking this bone mage for a while and not able to catch him in the act yet, but figured your group uh, might be able to do so, and um, a couple linked magic items, the snow globes, uh, helped uh, <laughs> helped him know uh, uh, when you may have found some of his work. Well, there, hmm. there were some sort of bonish things, I believe, that were grabbed. We could go back and take a look if you'd like. Oh, well, that's that would be excellent. I'm sure our companions have whatever it is. And back to the other group. You see a coming from the estate proper, like where the houses and all that are. It's a little far off still, but um, you do see a small group of riders headed your way um, on oh, horseback. Crap, this ain't going to be good. And before Amos and Madame uh, Trevini and Snarky Claus return there, uh, uh, you hear them call out, Sirs and Madam, Madams, uh, you are trespassing on our land here. Are you not aware? Evening. Uh, pardon the intrusion. We were uh, following the screaming cats and we came across something. Didn't know at the time it was your land. Uh, we'll be buggering off here in a second once the rest of our group shows up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Charlotte uh-huh. nods. Well, I am, um, and this is the lead guy. There's a, you know, it seems to be a group of, like, maybe uh, workers for the uh, uh, the estate here, and somebody identifies himself as the steward of the estate. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you should kindly take yourself off this property at once. Um, you'll find Baron Thessinger neither kind nor gracious. Hmm. Well, now that we know, I find that quite obvious with Baron in his title, and he'll he'll just tip his hat, nod his head, go, sir, and he's just gonna put a hand on the doctor, and it's like, let's just get out of here. Let's do that. 
I think Charlotte stands there, just like watches them walk off. And he's like, "Oh yes, I'm with them. I'm with them. I'm with them." And slides <laughs> off. Well, we'll make sure the authorities hear of this. They'll charge. You know, they'll um, yell out at you as you're leaving. Thanks for the hospitality. <laughs> Does anybody have Streetwise? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. ones that aren't there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll probably relay that as you head by. Um, uh, I'll get those devs Streetwise to roll that. We're gonna have some fun going to the other parts of the system we don't touch very much. I don't have that, but I do have bribery. <laughs> that might come in late, handy later. Yeah, yeah, we might uh, definitely need that later. On a five. All right. So, uh, and being someone of the middle class, is it that you are upper? Almost? He's upper on middle. Right of the upper class. You do think this would be a bit of a, a moderate um, scandal should you um, your name be. Uh, uh, besmirched with uh, regards to the law and trespassing, especially as a hunter. Um, so some options you have uh, that you think you might have would be uh, maybe bribe someone at the constabulary as constabulary uh, or get someone in the press some info they don't already have or um, like a better story rather than printing about you in case it does get to them. You're, you're just kind of thinking maybe you should head this off of the past somehow. Uh, if they do actually report you the authorities that <coughs> matter in some way. Um, since I have an in with the local constabulary, I could uh, maybe when we get back, um, drop a quick word to him that we were looking into the matter and had solved the matter of the cats. Okay. Right. As, okay. You know, we had already gotten in with him from the poor guy that was murdered by the poor things. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, so... How do you think that interaction I, would go? Oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm I'm just I'm just sitting here going. JKB probably doesn't give two rats asses. <laughs> he's not from the he's not from the area, and two, he's not even from the country. <laughs> so it's like, eh. Yeah. Uh, maybe you'll get Amos to roll a charisma, unless you think you have something else that would work for that. I could probably use streetwise again. <laughs> yeah, use streetwise. Oh, okay, fourteen. Yeah. So let's say on that, you were able to smooth things over the constabulary. No problem. At least in a way that you know that if things do get to them, yeah, they're not gonna kind of kind of look the other way. You think? Uh, I will also slip him a little something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe get Madame Trevini to roll a bribery. <laughs> <laughs> Let her handle it. Yeah, that works. I just think I that's will just amusing. Slip her the coin off the uh, and, uh, authorities. Yeah. Yep. I'm also now going to once that's been taken care of, head over to the the paper. Okay. To go talk with them about, you know, being just a traveler and not knowing any better, not knowing the the boundaries of the lands that were not marked clearly. And you want to play the kind of un unknowing hujum in this case. Oh Since gosh, yes. I also have acting. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be like full on like in my seer mode and how I don't, you know, I the, was the, just trying to help out. Yeah, I'm just trying to look some nasty into rumors. Some, I was just looking into some things. My companions and I had gone off for a walk out there. It was so beautiful. There were no property marks at all to say that we were trespassing that we saw and we were accosted by the by his the baron's steward and men and told how they were going to be take going to the authorities on us for not having their own property marked properly not even a fence mm. okay roll acting like, on that just going all off into this 
And remember, you can mark all these for experience, now, basically. Now, is that one able to be used for um, karma or not? Karma? Mm, you're a medium, sure. yes, definitely. Okay. I would say that's got to be a karma thing for mediums. Okay. One would hope. Good use for karma. Yes. Ten is, I think, a good success on that one. I'm assuming that seven was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say that goes actually fairly well. And actually, how that might actually have some other uh, repercussions for the uh, <laughs> the estate. <laughs> so, if it does make it into the paper from on their yeah. side, we've yeah. gotten it first. Exactly. Uh, yeah, for Delia's benefit, the karma thing that is um, some extra points you get you can use to magically push certain talents or skills. Once in a while, it costs points over time, but um, we'll get to that. But it's um, so worth it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, I mean, you you um, saw the couple of times I added karma and how well that turned out. Yeah, <laughs> we got to figure out how to do it better on the character sheets, though, because keeping track of the number used is a little it's not fiddly. Too hard. Right yeah. It's right there. You just mark it down. Well, not on, as easy uh, as the other one. Yeah, True. I was going to say, on, on, on this character sheet, it's a little more fiddly, a little tricky, but, but it's yeah. still not too bad. Yeah. But yeah, so Madame Trofini plays plays that and how hard pressed she is. Now, where and then finishes the whole thing with where can a woman get a good where can a lady get a good cup of tea of tea? And you do know that the tavern that you're staying in actually yep. does fairly decent tea yep. as well. But too. she but she outright like asks at the paper to end it with No, I just need a cup of tea and a biscuit. Do you know a good place to get that? Uh, yes, and they'll give you directions to, like, probably the finest tea house there is. Thank town. you. Thank you very much. And she's going to go have a good cup of tea and a biscuit. <laughs> Just because she wants one. She is respite after this horrible interaction. It's given her the vapors. It's a terrible experience. <laughs> yeah, what, what did Jacoby do with the cat? Since it's kind of he's keeping around. it. Yes, <laughs> nice. He's gonna go back to his room. He's gonna get himself a little fish to feed it, and he's gonna. Oh, nice! That's hilarious. Get. It, he's gonna make it a little collar with a little bell on it, and awesome. Charlotte. Yes. What are you up to after all this? So, I think I w- I don't know what Doctor Winter was doing, but I think maybe I was getting caught up with her because I think for Charlotte that gun, she, her gun gets fired out of her hand, or she like flies out of her hand she spends like five minutes looking for it so she was probably just like talking with like what happened why did they go why did Madame Trefini run off and why were they separated and um I, I, I think yelling at us? I, I think uh Jacoby would fill in Charlotte as he's one feeding the cat which he names either Tiger or Yule and two he's gonna look through his um Jack Snark books for a certain someone <laughs> Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think uh, I do. I'm kind of curious on the magic that the snow globe. I don't wait. I don't know if I actually if Madame Trefini shared the snow globe. But Not yet. I, I, probably once so, we get back together again. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I think assuming you're all getting back together. Um, yeah, I would assume you know in the you know sort of after tea. Yeah, let's say even like Snarky Claws, aka I lost the name. Yes, right. Gezer. Yeah, Gezer. Um, uh, we'll share with you that these are um, some items he um, he procured from um, a particular crafter that he has access to. Who, while these are linked uh, in some way, they can like be independent items that actually help you detect when uh, someone or something is kind of magically infused in some way. And that's huh. why it was kind of glowing near the cat yeah. and vibrating. Oh. 
She will, of course, offer it back to him. Oh, no, no, you should uh, keep that. I think that will come in handy. Thank you you. greatly. It is very appreciated. If you were continuing the work, that is. That is the plan. Um, so two things. One, Madame Truffini, at one point while you're sharing this globe with everyone, um, you notice that there is a kind of a slight background glow to it at all times, and Snarky does, or or whatever his name is, does, um, Explain that there is a bit of a, you know, effect when it's near someone who's gone through looking glass fever. There's a little bit of resonance in it. Well, that would explain things as she looks at her companions. And people like you who have been using a little bit of magic, you have a little bit of a glow uh, that it causes when you're handling it. But it's very, very faint. Mm-hmm. Um, but as he's describing this, you're kind of just... He's just kind of demonstrating with his, I guess you could say. He like shows, he puts it near Charlotte, and Charlotte's kind of like probably very interested in this. I'm guessing probably. Oh yeah, paying a lot of attention. Uh, and then he shows Jacoby, and it begins glowing more for Jacoby, like more than he's ever seen, and he's kind of taken aback a bit. Well, I mean, I get it. I'm kind of a changed man because of this whole looking glass fever, but being a little rude there. And he's he's talking to the snow globe, not not Gezer. And, uh, and he's got a kind of half-amused smirk on his face as he's snarking. Oh, never seen it do that. Oh, well, interesting. You might have a bit of extra magic in you, I think. And he'll kind of wink and go, Christmas magic, is it? You're one to know, Snarky Claus. And then he pauses... Madame Trefini, I was wondering, in your arcane wanderings, have you come across a place known as the In-Between? Has she, does she recognize that name from her? Oh, uh, roll studies? a cult. Oh, okay. Yeah, roll a cult. And is that one karma a I would say so, with a medium. Okay. I, I, I gotta at some point figure out what yeah. is and isn't, but I, you know, you guys have to pay for the karma, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 12. I'm trying so- to use it sparingly, but seemed a good abuse. It's a term you've heard sometimes bandied about between spirits sometimes. Like it's not it's not like the afterlife, for example. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like I don't know if you know much of astral space yet, but it's not necessarily that, but yeah, you kind of are, It's not it's purgatory, just, it's more limbo. Yeah, it's something that only spirits normally have access to though, you think? It's a spirit sort of place. I don't know too much about it, but I'm sure I could look into it. I'd be much appreciative of that. Um, I mean... I had a bit of a experience after the uh, those cats that, that one night. By the way, how long was I out? Two years. He just gives you a look. She says it with a perfectly straight face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Madam, I've been around horses and cattle. I know bullshit when I smell it. And I know rude Americans. You were out for for a night. Well, I figured it wouldn't wasn't much longer than that, but you know, since we were still on the same mission, but uh, still, it was worth wanting to know. But in all seriousness, I would appreciate if I could uh, partake of your arcane knowledge on this, and I appreciate you looking into the in between for me. I will, but you still owe me apologies. For what? Just. Looks from him to Amos. You might want to feel this one later. Oh, and yeah. she, at that point, she literally just gets up from the table and goes to her room. 
Uh, I'm going to get Charlotte to roll a magic theory. I'm imagining Ooh. during all this, she's like studying the snow globe. Oh, you got me pegged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm rolling like hot Ooh. trash. You are really fascinated in how this just probably get distracted by just how the snow globe itself even works, let alone any magic to it. <laughs> oh, hold on. Play, I'm also like, rolling the wrong... Down. Oh, roll I the rolled right the wrong step. step. Yeah. I'm I looking at the attribute and not the actual steps. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Wait. There you go. Hey, it's better. Five is an yeah, average. better. Hey, look. Yeah. That's averages. Um, you do... Um, <coughs> let me think. Let me just... Maybe I'll just give you a question on it. Just, like, ask a how or what question. Hmm. How does it know what magic... Like, how does it know... How does it detect, how does it detect magic? Uh, it seems to be magical itself and can... You think maybe it's been constructed with the same kind of magic that it detects? So, mm. kind of uh, artificial, for lack of a better term. Uh, like, uh. stuff where a particular kind. Um, let's say uh, it probably wouldn't uh, work for someone with a, uh, who's doing shamanistic magic, but if they're a mage, uh, you would gather, uh, be able to figure out. Uh, it would be able to detect detect that kind of magic, I guess. I'm trying to think of how it would work in game terms, but yeah. No, I, I, I think. So now my idea is like, could I make a dousing rod to make this become more of a compass and get it to point a direction instead of just detect that magic? Um, but then again, craft device takes forever. So <laughs> you got time. Um, yeah, I think that's my idea. Like, um, I who's the other? I could probably go to Amos and I was like, a a excuse me, Amos. I do you think there could be a way I could make this uh, point a direction that it senses magic instead of just glow when it detects magic? Um, I suppose that would be possible. Oh right, you do make guns now. I gotta turn. I I have to go find Madame Trefini now. <laughs> She's in their room. Yeah. I actually, I knock on the door lightly. Um, excuse me, Mr. Feeney? Yes? Oh, good, you're not mad at me. Um, I oh, kind of let I push the door open. Only Close. one of you. Only one of them. Um, only, the, only the American. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, I just don't want to be the other end of the death stare. It's still rather scary. Um, oh, no, 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 you're fine, dear. Come on in. It's your room, too. So I put the, she puts the, uh, th the device down, the snow globe down. She goes, um, so this globe, does the magic only work here? Because of this globe, or could I possibly mm, help it? We might be able to tinker with it. I'm not much of a tinker myself. Well, no, I can tinker. I just need some more help with the magical aspect. Well, I'm sure we could probably come up with something once we're into the once we're back in the city. Okay, um, I'm. And I'm sure we'll have a few other down. people we could talk to there too. Agreed. Um, so I think that's the my plan is to study that device and try and drop like a blueprint of what I think I might need, what resources I might need. Okay, okay this is perfect because now I have to have a nice conversation with Jacob B. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's left with Jacob B. and Snurf. Exactly. <laughs> the men are. And Doctor Winter, Winter is, who might be like confused as to what's going on. You might be like uh, go up and talk to Charlotte since all them went upstairs. <laughs> the ladies have I all mean, gone upstairs except for Char except for Doctor Winter. Dr. Winter's not the only one confused. <laughs> I am now, definitely confused. <laughs> so, Jacoby, I think yeah. we have to have a conversation about the proper conduct towards women. Until next time, dear listeners, blessings and good health. 
Salutations and Valedictions for the Boneyards and Boojums podcast are narrated by Susanna Lewis, keeper of the Thornvale RPG podcast and producer of the upcoming Starfares audio drama. To learn more about the 1879 RPG, please refer to the episode notes. <laughs>